Now tuned into the greatest. Are the Raptors turning the corner? Why are the Dallas Mavericks underperforming? LeBron James takes on courtside Karen and the NBA's all-star dilemma. We dissect all of this and more with Noor from Dishes of Dimes. This is Below the Hardwood. Welcome back to Below the Hardwood. I am your host, Ryan Antonio Henry, sitting here with the homies, the team, the compadres, the cohorts, the amigos, the black BTS, the Avengers, the amigos, the amigos, the Alan Dex. Alan uh, Care Dex. Bears. Care Bears. Northside yeah, Serpents. Bears. You can't forget. Stop talking about D- Riverdale. Riverdale, right? dog. Jingle, jingle. Those two seasons make sense, and then it goes off the rails, okay? There's, there's your, you know, your spoiler alert with that show. God damn it. Riverdale is not fetch. You're not going to make it happen, okay? All right, Dex? Yeah. Once, once Archie went to jail, I was like, this show is You this son is of silly. a bitch. I will murder you. <laughs> and... This is episode 24 of Below the Hardwood. Again, you are listening to the greatest, tuned into the greatest, and we're here to talk the best in the NBA as we always do. But we do have a guest joining us today, so that makes it a special episode. Fantastic Four! Um, but before we introduce the guest, Alan Shane Lewis. Oh, my name is Alan Shane Lewis. I am on a podcast. Dexter Ariola. Hi, Nikki. Hi, Nikki. And like I said, we have a special guest. So she is joining us from the female only led podcast, Dishes and Dimes. They've been blowing up. They just recently had their one year anniversary uh, featuring Jose Calderon, of all people. <laughs> like, come on. Like, that's, that's freaking amazing. Um, you can find them pretty much everywhere on Twitter. Just. Uh, making a whole lot of jokes and just putting people uh, like the com- some of some of the arguments you guys have with these uh, fans are, are just hilarious. And I love having you guys on. But again, she's joining us from Dishes and Dimes. Her name is Noor. <laughs> hey, guys. To the guys show. Yeah. Ryan, that was also a very good entry. Like, I don't see a thesaurus next to you. So if that's all your brain. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> that, that is all from here. Sticky pads all, all over the here. wall, just of all these different things. I'm just like, he just reads it off. <laughs> Every week, I try to just find something, just like, okay, I'm just going to go with this. And, and yeah, but I'm glad you liked it. Thank you. And, and thank well, you for well coming on and um, speaking the good word of basketball. <laughs> and, and with that, uh, Nor, I just want to know, like, how, why are you here with us? Like, how did you get to, to talking basketball on Dishes and Dimes? Um, like, what's your your story of how you came to love the game? How, like, when, like, what's your first memory of, like, really being like, I love NBA and, and, and the game of basketball? So which question do you want me to answer? <laughs> like, fuck you know, yes. I just asked like, yes. for seven different things. <laughs> All of them. Feel right free now. To everyone you like. What, He's, like, timing what, what's me. What's your basketball? <laughs> He's like, she goes over a minute, she's off. The mic's cut. That's what happened. This show's cutthroat. This show's yeah. cutthroat. By the end of it, oh, it's man. just one person. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. It's just Ryan with um, the on the side. <laughs> 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 okay, Podcast. Video talk series. Talk show. Talk words. Thank you so much. <laughs> with the Riverdale rundown afterwards. <laughs> That's all I do. That's when we I come in. Genres. We switch out. <laughs> we switch genres of the podcast. Starts as a basketball one, and then it's a recap Riverdale. <laughs> oh, Love it. Cultured. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, we do culture at press on the web here, so yeah, it, it's happening. Plug, plug, plug. Uh, but I would say, okay, what, 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 like, 
when did you first become a fan of the game of basketball? Like, what? what so I've been. What, what's your fondest memory? I would say like I was I was always into sports. Like I ever since my mother gave birth to me, like my <laughs> they put me like in front of a TV, and my dad was a huge WWE fan, so he was really into wrestling, um, like Whoa. massively. So I. <laughs> So I grew you up. See Ryan's watching. eyes light up. Oh my god! <laughs> I was like, oh shit! We'll get into that later. <laughs> oh, I love no, continue, it. Continue. Because no one talks about that. I'm like, wrestling is huge too. But I, I watched wrestling until like 2016, 2017. Like ever since I think John Cena was like leaving, and that was like, okay, well, that's my exit now too. Um, and then I met a friend who was really into basketball, and I was really into soccer at the time as well. And he kind of like. I would watch the sport with him and he'd watch my sport with me and I was like, oh, this is kind of more convenient. Like, I can actually attend a game. I can go to Jurassic Park. I don't have to buy a ticket or a hotel or like sell a kidney to go to London to watch Chelsea. <laughs> so I got really into basketball and I think like for me it was really lucky because I got into it the time that Maasai took over. So it was legit just it just started the we the north era um which is kind of like symbolic because people like for decision times they'd say we the north like for my name in it so i was like you know what like maybe that's what they wanted but um <laughs> but yeah since then like i've just been really into it i i watched um not just the raptors but i watched like other teams as well i was really a huge Kawhi fan like a massive Kawhi fan when he was with the spurs to the point where i uh, adopted a cat and i named him Kawhi before he even like <laughs> the trade happened and then the trade happened and i was just like oh shit i don't know cat. how to feel you're also gone that was my only oh, recollection of Kawhi left so i'm like no i guess you can stay here but um but yeah always been really into into sports and just uh, the raptors really took a hold of me the past like six seven years and it's been an unhealthy obsession honestly like i need help probably yeah. <laughs> i love it i love it who, yeah, who's gonna ask? Who's your favorite wrestler growing up? <laughs> yeah, John oh. Cena. <laughs> John Cena. Oh, okay. So, so I'm I'm the wrestling guy of the pod. No like, way. Uh, on, Stop on this, Ryan. Right. Like, I'm just a, I'm a I'm a '90s Attitude Era guy. So, yes, sir. Um, I, I I love Ric Flair. Oh, Ric Flair. Rock, Stone Cold. Yeah, Rock. Those are my guys. When the Rock left, uh, I left. I was like, okay. Yeah, that too. That's. I'm gonna follow this guy to the rundown and watch that <laughs> yeah. movie. Yeah. That's I'm my, not so my body uh, double, so you know that's my favorite wrestler. <laughs> yeah. I'm not so into it now. Like I was kind of, I wouldn't say I was anti John Cena, but I actually had a John Cena T-shirt. But eventually, I was just like, okay, this guy's cheesy. Yeah, he was really cheesy. And the green colored shirts, and I was just, I was just over it. But I was a but throwback yeah. jersey no, John Cena guy with the throwbacks. That's when yeah. I liked him. That was good. <laughs> He was. He, I liked Thug John Cena. He started off a heel, right? Like when he first started, yeah. he was like against Kurt. I don't remember Kurt. Like it was yeah. his first match was against Kurt Angle, and he was like, everyone hated him. And but <laughs> at the end, he ended up being like the. Uh, they started. They were selling like Toys R Us, you know, models of him. He was that big among yeah. kids, and I was like sixteen, yep. so I get it. Like I was like, oh, this is my man. He's so great. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but besides, I don't know. Like I think. Uh, again, me too. The same thing. Like I I was into it at that point and then i realized that like this is getting very scripted very like you could just predict everything after a certain point yeah like only thing i could enjoy was like the the royal rumble and besides that too i was kind of just like "Eh, i don't know or or, like undertaker's um his matches at wrestlemania like that's what i would watch with my dad but besides that i was like "Eh, this is like really fake 
this is a whole podcast. Like I'm, I want to <laughs> yeah, go off so bad, but like, I'm like, I can't. <laughs> but, it's a yeah, round table, dude. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh my god! Told you, we're, no, we're, 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 going, we're definitely, we're definitely doing this again. It goes basketball, <laughs> wrestling, and Riverdale. It's just gonna go three topics. <laughs> yeah. per the genre. We're not even gonna talk about cover all the bases. Listen, genres are a social construct, and here at VTH, we don't believe in social constructs. Ends the pot. I don't know. But Mic drop. <laughs> like, uh, unfortunately, it's not a wrestling pod. It's not a Riverdale pod. It's a basketball pod. So let's start it off with some Raptor news. The Raptors some Raptor news. have been this interesting team. Uh, first, they're not playing in Toronto. They're playing in Tampa, Florida. God forsaken Tampa, Florida. Um, they are playing with COVID restrictions where we haven't really been affected by it, thank- thankfully. But... Again, the season is backwards, hella backwards. We all know that. So let's just talk about it. They start the season off slow. Fans on Twitter, fans everywhere, as you guys know, are trade everyone, fire Nick Nurse, Kyle Lowry needs to go, blah 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 blah. So, but recently, I would like to I would like to say, you know, the last ten games were five and five, uh, five wins, five losses, not bad. You know, uh, Pascal is looking a lot better. Uh, Fred Van Fleet is in some you know, basketball talks being put up there for defensive, all defensive team. Uh, Kyle Lowry is Kyle Lowry and is still leading this team uh, again, like with with just like poise and grace and just doing everything he can. And Chris Boucher has come and up to be like a great player for us because we're lacking bigs because Pow and Serge have just completely left for freaking L.A. So. Can we Mark. talk about Mark. the Raptors turning a corner, looking at least better than they were in the first couple of weeks in the season? Um, they they always look like there was still like there was still competence with the Raptors. I feel like this season is just a, a turning point season because we're kind of adjusting to deal with the loss of those two bigs. And we're when we we experimented with Alex Len, you know, with Phoenix's trash, him and uh, what's his name, Aaron Baines out here. So we're kind of coping with all that type of stuff. I'm trying to figure it out. So it's it's a slow but steady kind of turn because like those games that we lost, they weren't like. 20 point blowouts they were just like one point games there were like these little missed opportunities where like effort and rebounding would have changed everything so i feel like it's not like we're making this turning of uh, turning of everything it's just more that we're adjusting to a lot of certain things and we're still playing that same good basketball but defensively we're doing a little bit better and i guess what it just comes down to nor no i agree what what yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I agree, too. I think that uh, you have to take into account how many new players you're adding to the team, how many old players you're asking to step up and to go into new roles. You're, there's just a lot of change that you can't expect to, you know, happen within the first 10 games. This doesn't work that way. Um, and I think that we're kind of seeing that now, like you said, like we're seeing the team come together. It hasn't, it's been terrible. It's been hard to watch them lose those games because it's been mm. so close. And I think when it's closer, it's worse because you know that they could have had it at any point. And I think those close games, I can only blame on Aaron Baines. Like that's like 10 <laughs> points you should be giving on the court every night. Oh. And he gives you like negative 10 points. Um, I... So yeah. So I think like, in that regard, I come kind of, I don't know, like, I don't understand what Masai and Bobby were doing when they let both Serge and Mark go. Like, I understand, you know, uh, contracts, yes. age, all that stuff. But I think that when there was no one else on the market, you know, when you, your best bet was Aaron Baines. <laughs> like, you should have probably kept one of them. I don't know. Yeah. 
I think it was I, an I, Arab. I think it was an Arab based tweet that you had that it was like a hate on Arab based thing, and I liked it. I think that's what it was. So I was like, this is the this is the my, absolute petty that I love. I was like on board with that. I I, I actually uh, our last podcast did Basidra. No, I think it was Sandy actually, and I was like calling him out. I was like, "You're giving me pimples. I'm getting this <laughs> on my face. And it's your fault." Breaking and out. the next game, like I'm sending you my invoice for my pimple cream <laughs> receipt. <laughs> you have to take care of it. Yeah. Oh man. I'm uh, I'm definitely uh, I'm so skeptical of this team. I don't know what it is. They just it's not the same feeling anymore. I yeah, Pascal like he has spurts, but I'm the biggest Pascal hater. I really wow. think oh, yeah, yeah. he's wow. somewhere because he he he's great. just an 18 and eight guy. He's just an 18 and eight guy, and You're that's an what I see him guys. as. How about that? Oh oh, I could drop 18 and eight easy first quarter, baby. Yeah, uh, turnovers and minutes. Pascal, that's what I was talking about. Right? <laughs> and high fives. Uh, Pascal just he's 18 and 8 he's just somewhere in between the and I've said this before a Tobias Harris and a Jeremy Grant if you put him in the forefront he's not really gonna do anything and like Fred Van Vliet's killing it I'm, I love Fred Van Vliet and I want to ask you guys something after but Pascal Siakam I don't know yeah. I, I say trade him yeah. I, but I he's really playing want him well traded. so what are you talking no. about yeah trade him <laughs> while his stock is high while his stock about? is high you trade him. Just like, what's he doing? I don't like it. He's okay, too much. here. Like, here like, here's on. a question for you guys. Would you rather have him or Michael Porter Jr.? Him. Him. Stop this <laughs> nonsense. Ryan, what are you doing? What are you contemplating? No, like, oh, no, you're going to take Michael Porter Jr. He's on me right now because with a bad back. I am a huge Michael Porter Jr. Like stand right now, so it's not fair. It's not fair. <laughs> but, um, no, no, no. Okay, the question I want to ask you guys is... Is Fred Van Vliet the best scorer we've ever had? No. 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 Like score. Right like pure score. Are you talking about Raptor Tracy, history here? Yes. Tracy, Raptor history. Tracy, Tracy, Vince Vince Carter, Tracy Vince wasn't scoring Kawhi. like this. Tracy wasn't scoring like this. Okay. Kawhi wasn't scoring like this. Like the way Van Vliet and how efficient, how efficient, efficient. Van Vliet is yeah. doing it. Like, yeah. he's... Cause yeah, that, that the last game, what, the 54 points, true shooting percentage was, like, the highest ever for a 50-point game. Uh, I don't really know what true shooting means because I'm not an analyst guy, but it says it here on my notes, so it's a good thing. <laughs> it says it's good. It says it's good. It's apparently good. So, it's good. It's, it's like, true shooting. It's, like, the truest of shooting. That's the yep. best part about it. Um, yeah, he, yeah, he's a very efficient guy, very knockdown guy, very, like, strong when it comes to, like, uh, confidence when it comes down, like, down the line of the game. And, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm real excited when he has the ball in his hands and it's a close game. I feel like there is just, like, ice water in that dude's veins. So, to that point, I will agree to you. But if we're talking about a full length of a game, I'd rather have uh, Prime Vince Carter out there, to be honest. But Van Vliet's also clutch. We've seen it in the finals. He, he, he just keeps the defense honest with his passing as well, right? So, yeah. and that makes your offense more efficient as well. So I feel like he's one of the best, if not the best. And I love Fred VanVleet. Maybe it's the Osmos. <laughs> the spoke to you? That, that chicken on the Nora, rocks. What, uh, <laughs> Nora, what's your... Do you think he's Fred's greatest score as, he, as Dexter's proclaiming? I think he's... I can't think of anybody else right now besides Carter. Um Maybe not Tracy either, like you said. But he's he's definitely close. He's definitely up there. If not this year, for next year, based on his development, I think for sure he would be. Um, just because he has that crazy tra trajectory as well. But I think that one thing that I do agree with you, Dex, is that um, he... It, my, my problem with Raptors Twitter is that 
Like, I understand Pascal's had bad games. And, like, I'm a, the biggest Pascal supporter. I'm all team Pascal. He's not going anywhere. Dexter, stop putting thoughts in everyone else's heads. <laughs> exactly. But, <Thank> you. <laughs> you I, I stopped listening after, Dexter, I agree with you. <laughs> That's all I heard. I blanked out. I don't know what the hell happened. <laughs> like, she's on my side. I don't no, care about sweet. anything else. <laughs> Forget it. But I think that, like, what we suck as a fan base for is giving are the flowers properly like when pascal has a bad game everyone on the internet is defending pascal which i think is great like we have to defend him against other fan bases but like we're very quick to jump on fred when fred has a bad game and fred's been like the best raptor ever since the season started so i think in that regard like i agree i think fred's been um the best raptor he's been amazing on defense like his active hands have made so many um, defensive plays and so many defensive stops. Like, every game I watch, I'm just like, shit, that's that's Fred's hands. That's 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 what got us there. And it's kind yeah. of like a kawaii edge to it too. I don't know if you see like it's very like he steals them. Like he makes the def- he makes the offense very tricky for the other team, which is like what you want to see, especially if you're playing for Nick Nurse. Like you're not gonna get time if you're not doing that on the court. Um, mm-hmm. So I think in that regards like I love Fred and I think that he's like he's fantastic, but like. Siakam still has that game where, like, I don't think Fred can quite reach that level just yet. But, I like, I do think that Fred could still, like, I don't know if he's a closer yet, but I think he's getting there. I, I would I would be okay with him having the ball in his hands and him kind of deciding the game. Yeah. I feel like I'm okay with that. But I'd rather have Lowry. I don't know why Lowry doesn't close out more games. I feel like Lowry has this opportunity. Like, he can get to wherever he wants to on the court at any point in time. It's just like his decision. He's like in that like LeBron kind of category of players where it's like, I can go to where I want to if I score or if I don't. That's a different question, but I can get to where I want to. <laughs> and I would like it if we finish more games with Lowry, not just inbounding, because I guess, you know, they always say on defense, keep your eye on the inbounder because that person's also as dangerous as anyone else. But a lot of times with these like last couple plays, it, it ends up being just like a, a pull up from a, a Pascal or a pull up from somebody else when I think like, no, let's give Kyle Lowry the ball and like, I understand the future is a great thing to kind of look forward to, but like I want to win now. I want to win now. So like let's let's get more Kyle Lowry those last minute kind of touches. Yeah, and I also wrote here. Uh, so uh, if Moses Malone was the highest undrafted player to score fifty three points, and uh, uh, Red Van Vliet uh, passed that. So there you go. Highest notes. Give it up for and notes, everybody. Wasn't that also a year on the dot? Like, no, on the dot the same date. Right? Was it the same, same date? date? I think oh. so. Yeah, the same oh, date. Moses Malone oh, had that had that game. Fred had the same game, the same date. January. No, whatever no that notes needed. No <laughs> notes needed. Also, I have to say that uh, fifth, that the last point that he scored to get fifty four was the ugliest bucket ever. It was just like a. No one's gonna call travel. Okay, and then he just <laughs> put it. Yeah. In. I guess I got a career high. <laughs> yeah, it was like the most unceremonious fifty-fourth point, like career point. It was just like, eh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so it's it's enough time about being homers here. Uh, let's look at the East. So, like I mentioned before, they are five and five in the last ten. Uh, what ninth in the East? Um, and the great thing about the East, the great thing about this COVID season is you could lose like seven games and then win four, and then still be fine. So it's like, if they pull off a, str- a couple games, like, you're back in the, in, in the playoffs. It's that easy. So uh, let's look at the East playoff picture. Like, realistically, one, do we get in? Two, where do you guys think we're going to end up realistically? Bottom half, top half, let's start with our guest here. 
I yeah, we're making the playoffs. There's no way we're not making the playoffs. If we're not making the playoffs, I shouldn't have a podcast. Uh, <laughs> we're making the playoffs, but I think uh, we're gonna be probably um, like the last team of the really good teams, like probably fifth, sixth, somewhere there. Um, maybe just below Miami, even though Miami's not doing that great either. Um, but I think we're gonna go in the playoffs. I don't know how far we go in the playoffs. We could be a first round exit, to be honest. Um, I don't yeah. want to say it, but I think it's probably a possibility, especially given the fact that we would be pretty low in the standings, and we probably have to go up against one of Bucks, Nets, whoever it is, at that point. Um, so I don't know how that would go, but I. But yeah, we're gonna be in the playoffs. Like Jurassic Park's happening. Yep. Oh, hundred percent. Yes, especially when it comes to like a shortened season and also the playoff tournament. I feel like there's no situation where we can't get into the playoffs. I feel like we have to, because like yeah. when I'm looking right now, we're ninth and eighth spot is the Knicks. Okay, there's no way we're not stealing that from the Knicks. Okay, we've done it before with the Bargnani trade. We'll steal from them again. Okay, we're taking <laughs> it from them. Also, I just want to, but Knicks fans be happy because like you're almost at 500 basketball. Like that's pretty much a championship in like Knicks <laughs> yeah. history. Like take that and go. Seriously, this is the best season they've had in like years. Very long time. Knicks, Knicks fans are like, stop the clock. Yeah. <laughs> no stop more. The stop the count. Stop the count. Start the season. Yeah. Gonna pull a Trump. Try to stop the count. It's not that. It's not that if we're gonna make the playoffs, I think we will because a lot of teams are gonna fall out. I think Charlotte's not a real team. I don't know why. Until they start LaMelo Ball. Until they start LaMelo Ball, like, frequently, I think they're going to fall out. Um, Obviously, the Knicks are going to fall out. It's if we want to make the playoffs. Do we really want to? Like, this draft is very deep. I don't know. Like, I'm I'm looking to tank, to be honest. And obviously, people are going to climb up, right? Like you said, the Heat are going to climb up. Obviously, my Wizards are going to climb up. Like, they're only, like, five <laughs> games behind yeah, right now. Yeah. So, Buddy, uh, they're getting but, like, Cunningham. You know this. What, what, exactly. I, I want to ask you guys, what would you rather have? Would you rather be middle of the pack out uh, first round or go in the, dre- in the deep draft and pick up someone new? I see what, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying, but I cannot excuse like uh losing i just you can't what was it called tanking i'm just not in, in, i don't like tanking okay i'm not I saying tank. they're, they're, well, what else what, what what is it then is it just lose games but like play no no no, no. <laughs> develop your younger players like develop well, those that's guys. tanking like, that's tanking Deve- we no, have if, you're, if you're trying to develop them, oh, sweet. Like we have a young Lowry's already developed. You don't really need to play him that much, right? Like just yeah, but that's that's disrespectful to a legacy <laughs> player. Like get him a mentor. Like his legacy will be who the players he's. Li- He's leaving with the Raptors, right? Okay, so you, you, his you legacy will be Malachi Richardson or Malachi. His legacy him, will his... be Fred VanVleet. Yeah. yeah, but you can't tell a player. You can't sit a player down and be like, "Listen, I know you have uh, umpteen years left in your career. You're we're wasting one of them for you to mentor." Like, <laughs> yeah. to he wants to be with his kids, guys. He wants <laughs> he, to be there for his kids. That's what people say when they fire you. <laughs> He's won already. More time with your That's kids. Done. Don't you want? Maybe bring DeRozan. They have a buddy buddy thing. He wants it more now. I don't. I don't. I can't see. Yeah, I can't see them sitting Kyle down and be like, "Hey, I know this is the last year you got with good knees, so enjoy them from the bench." By the way, and Kyle's like, "Yeah, no problem. Sounds good." Yeah, get Kyle Lowry one of these. Wait, hold on. Uh, oh, oh he needs a bigger one. Actually, yeah. <laughs> yes. I, actually, so, no, I need the bigger one. I have the I have the small booty. He's got the huge booty. In terms of the in terms of the playoffs, the Raptors are ten and thirteen. Uh, the Knicks are eleven fourteen. Charlotte's eleven thirteen. 
Hawks 11 and 12, and the Pacers are 12 and 12, and that's the fifth spot. So again, the Raptors win three straight games. Those teams drop one or two, and you're 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 the fifth seed just like that. That's how easy the East is, and how messed up the season has been. So, one, we're get, definitely getting in the playoffs, um, and I do have us either sneaking into that four or five matchup, uh, which could be Boston, could be Brooklyn, could be could be anybody. So. Um, I think we got a shot. I, I don't think they're bad, and I love. Let me just say this: I'm a Yuta stan. Um, Yuta has been the funnest guy to watch yeah. on that team for me. Just his energy, um, everything about. It. He kind of reminds me of like when the Jays. I don't know if you we have Blue Jay fans in here, but uh, Kawasaki. If you guys remember, him. that's a racist. Uh, that's no, racist. Oh my no, God. but listen, that's listen, racist. I can explain. Uh, you watch I can wrestling? Uh, you know Yokozuna? Yeah, he reminds me of him. You're not like, letting me explain. You're not racist. letting me explain. It's Obviously, the language barrier no. is there. Obviously, the language barrier is there, and they're coming over to America. They're coming over to North America to play a game that they're not obviously like they're obviously not from here, right? So it kind of has the parallels. We're gonna get a new host, Ryan. He was a fan favorite here, and obviously, Toronto Raptor fans on Twitter love going in and like exploring all of his background and doing all this. So it kind of gave me those kind of vibes with that. And you know, Vladdy, you know, Vladdy doesn't speak English. Edwin Encarnacion doesn't speak English. But those guys were like, they're stars. Alright? They're stars. But anyway, Yuda is like for me, like I, I love watching his game so far. At first I was like, why didn't we bring back Hollis Jefferson? But I'm like, you know what? Yuda's No, we need Yuda's Hollis Jefferson. That. We need him. Yeah. I'm the biggest really? Rondé Hollis Jefferson fan. We need yeah. him. It's so no. sad. He's like thirsting on Twitter asking for anyone to hire him. He's contract? like, look at my highlight reels, you guys. Yeah. yeah, I think we. I'm, I'm a huge person or a huge fan of like a defensive captain on the like on the team, and I think Ronda Hollis Jefferson just understood his role, understood what to do, pushed players where they needed to be, got the rebound, kicked it out, didn't put it right back up like you see like most guys who get the rebound. He's just a smart player, and he understood where he needed to be, and it made everyone else play better when you have players like that on the court. Okay, so um, fourth week want, in a row, I, I got to plug on Hollis <laughs> Jefferson. I want honesty from you guys. Uh, don't be a homer for this. Uh, we'll start off with Nor. Okay. Do the Raptors get an all-star this year? They should. They should, I think. <laughs> I don't know if they should, but they should. Um, okay, maybe not Pascal, I guess. Like, he hasn't been playing the way that, you know, all-star level. I know Dex is loving this, but he hasn't been playing all-star it. level um, basketball. for Maybe just the past three days you can count if you wanted to, but not yeah. since the season started. Um, Kyle, even I would say, like obviously Kyle is Kyle, but he hasn't. Maybe just compared to other guards, like I would probably even our our own team, I would give the edge to Fred over Kyle because I think that Fred for sure should be awarded for everything he's been doing. He's been a defensive powerhouse. He's been a three point machine. He's gotten his passing so much better. Like you can see, he can actually create some space. Last year, it used to I was gonna go bald watching him dribble the clock down, and I was just like, how do you not pass the ball, Fred? But like now he's it still gets to that point sometimes where he's like dribbling yeah. it down or like just bringing it to the lane and. He's like, you know, four feet tall with like forest around him and still trying to get the ball off. And it's like, you know, giving you a headache. But I, I think he's come really far and he's learning the game really well, too. Like he's got a fadeaway now. He has, mm. a, he has a fadeaway. Like that's nuts. Um, 
But he, I think he should be rewarded. But on the other hand, too, like, like I don't want him to go, but I want him to get paid, and I want that to count <laughs> towards his Hall of Fame status. You know what yeah. I mean? Yes, but that's it. yes. That's where it would start this year. Um, yeah. I will say... Or no, go, go no, ahead. No, 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 no. I, I was just going to say, it's not that they don't deserve it. Like, Kyle, Kyle, wait, this would have been Kyle's seventh year if he makes it. He's been, like, there six straight years. Uh, Pascal's been there. Um, and they, they, they can get there. It's just, since James Harden came to the East, it's, it's that, that yeah. guard yeah, thing exactly. in the East is looking crazy. It's like, I looked at it, I'm like, okay, so you have Harden, you're in. You have Kyrie, you're in. You have Westbrook, you have Bradley no, Beal. No. Bradley Beal should be not Westbrook, not Westbrook. Guard. Okay. Bradley Beal, yes. But, but, like, but number-wise, they have no, to look at... They're not giving Westbrook at numbers. Enough. No coach is picking Westbrook. The guy's nearly having a... <laughs> which having coach is picking Westbrook? Westbrook. Which, which coach? I'm not putting I, uh, Westbrook on there. Uh, yeah, not you're not a coach. Westbrook you're not a coach. For good no, but you also have Ben Simmons. You have Colin Sexton. Like, you have these... But even Malcolm Brogdon, right? Like, all these top-tier uh, point guards. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only way I see uh, someone making it is if they get voted in. I don't know if Raptors fans are... Uh, invested enough to vote someone in, especially them yeah, playing maybe. in Tampa. We don't get to see them live. Um, but that's the only way. The The East is way too loaded, um, and none of our forwards. An 18-8 and eight guy isn't going to make the, the hey. All-Star team. <laughs> You're too loud. You're too loud right now. <laughs> You're at a 10. You get a 3 stop, or a 4. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I, I, I I agree with y'all because I, I was kind of, I was I was going through and I was counting everybody who's here and I think it, yeah if 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 you, if you count Ben Simmons as a guard that's five guards over him because, <laughs> you like, do, yeah. I put Trey Young yeah. on top of that as well <laughs> um, but I don't know maybe there's that fifth spot of like that thirteenth player that the coach wants to like bring in and it's like usually kind of like an older guy that's a little bit of a nod but. Besides that, we shouldn't even be playing an all-star game during a panorama. We shouldn't be having this. And I'm not just saying this because the Raptors are losing and we don't have a star player. I'm not saying just because of that. We shouldn't even be talking with this. This should be not even a discussion. This is sickening is what it is. It's sickening. <laughs> that we're sick talking to my about stomach all-star. in this conversation. Yes. I am. I am a, I am a proud man. This is, these are my, my, my beliefs and they're not affected by... <laughs> The fact that the Raptors are ten and thirteen, and we don't have players that are like outstanding. But um, let's yeah. talk about it. Rebellion against All Star. Of course, there's one man in this league where if he speaks, everyone follows. That's LeBron James. LeBron James comes out just post games, just like I don't care about All Star. I have no energy for it. I'm not doing this. I, I don't want to do this. And the league literally followed suit right after. I think Giannis even came out and said. Oh, LeBron said that? Yeah, yeah, that's what we're doing. I'm like, damn. <laughs> you guys just, like, what? literally, LeBron is the emperor of the NBA. Whatever he says, the players are just like, I guess that's what we're doing. Yeah, so, yep. game after game, players are just like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't want to do this. And do you think this is, like, just following suit with LeBron? Or do you, as we've been sort of just insinuating, like, is there a point to All-Star Weekend? Like, why are we doing this? And uh, nor. I love that. Ladies first, always with you guys, eh? <laughs> um, um, 
I think uh, I think it's funny too. I don't know if you guys ever saw Kawhi's uh, press conference too. And on that, he w- he just went ham. I was like, Kawhi, they're gonna fire you. Like you're not gonna be playing basketball again. He was like, um, they don't care about health. They don't care about us. They don't care about anything. They care about money, and that's why we're playing All Star. Like that's why we're doing this. And I, it, it was just so transparent and so raw that it, I just had to take a second and be like, well, like are they allowed to say this without any repercussions? <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's it's nuts. Like it makes no sense. You're having it in, uh, you know, the most diseased country in the world, and then you choose the most diseased state in the world, Atlanta. They I understand care. why. No, they don't. America's so crazy. Like it's a state of mind. I can't the even get is into just a state it. Of mind for them. They should. Someone should be doing like a research study right now on just America <laughs> as a whole and like seeing how they're reacting to the pandemic. It's like it's never happened to them. Like it's not yeah. real. And here we are. Like if we go outside, we're going to be arrested. You know, but. Uh, <laughs> But it's crazy. Like I, I don't, I don't get that. I think I know why they're having in Atlanta. But Atlanta's literally Atlanta never shut down. Atlanta has been wide yeah. open since yep. Corona, you know, yep. was born. Yeah, <laughs> like they have clubs, they have everything underground. Like all that stuff is still happening. So I think like at that point too, like how do you make sure that the, all these A list? Because these are not just teams, right? These are like A list players. These are players who people want to see play and then they go back home to their own teams and their own staff which is like 60 80 people and i don't know like i just i don't understand how you could police something like that and make sure that it's safe and at the same time too like these players are exhausted they can, they're telling you on on screen like they don't want to play they don't feel any energy they, they don't have any excitement they would much rather like yana said be home with his family and spend time with them um and if these players are coming out to say stuff like this and it looks really bad on the league that they're continuing to do this like really They're bad. putting pressure on silver yeah, yeah. It's, it's not just i don't think it's just like lebron because like you had like darren fox uh mm-hmm. even ex players like vince carter like all these people agree this is like a, a stupid thing to kind of do it feels like a cash grab you lied to the players you told them that we're not going to have this all-star game then you implement it randomly quickly so that means you didn't have more time to plan this out and you're going to a state that's pretty much wide open so you're endangering their lives and also the league itself going forward because you have to bring all these players from all across the country to come play a game it's like, don't do it. Just don't do it. I feel like if you really want to do this, this is the thing that you want to get this money, then do like the NFL and have it at the end of the season. Who gives a fuck? Like, I don't know why it has to be March Valentine's Day. This is the break they play. Like, if you are if you don't make the All-Star game, the that All-Star week is just a break for you to rest. So you gave that opportunity to the entire league to rest. And then you go, no, no, we're not going to do that no more. Like, fuck that. I know I said that. No, come to COVID like, Central. Let's get infected. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Like, and if you don't come, I'm going to find you. Like, no, don't yeah. do it. Just don't do it. And it, and if you really want to do it, if you really if you're all about the mindset of like, oh, COVID cases are going down, well, you know when they're going to be even more down after the fucking season. So fucking do <laughs> yeah. it then. Like, who gives a shit then? Like, do it in it's Toronto. It, like, we'll yeah. be open. Oh, ooh, we will be It'll wide be open. Summer in Toronto. Yeah. Like, do it here. But it definitely definitely doesn't make sense. <clears throat> and let's just blame Chris Paul because he probably <laughs> brought it up, and it's all yeah. Chris Paul's fault. But it doesn't make sense. Just. Just even the feeling of the All-Star game, if you think about it, look at last year. Kobe died, like, that was huge. And then, like, all the fans, they were cheering for their charity. Like, you're never going to get that feeling with COVID. And, like, it's not going to be the same feel. It's not, I swear it's not going to get the same, you're just not going to get the same value from it. And even, like, I feel like the players should rebel. They shouldn't, like, don't make the All-Star team. Just... Play like shit and then give them a reason not to, to cancel 
the All-Star game. You know what I mean? Like, give them a reason to. Like, just LeBron sit down, everyone sit down, and then just play like shit. And then <laughs> you have who on the All-Star team? You're going to have the De'Aaron Fox and, like, no. the crappy disrespect. players. Disrespect. Like, Pascal, probably. Oh, no disrespect. De'Aaron Fox is shit. I, just took that, that was the last one. I, I, I felt, I felt bad it. saying that one, but you know, I had to throw that. I had to. He hurt himself. I think eight, the eight teams in the Eastern Conference are all bench their star players and not play well and rebel against the All Star game. I think all the teams yeah. above the Raptors should not play well. I agree, Dexter. Yeah. There you go. That's yeah. it. Oh, except, um, except for the Wizards. Oh, the Wizards can like. They'll never be. <laughs> so I will say All Star Weekend's for the fans, right? Like it's always been about the fans. What where fans? are the fans? Like, <laughs> like yeah. yeah, I get it. You're doing it in Atlanta, where apparently they allow a bunch of courtside Karens. Whoa! But segway. All Blart segways. Um, you <laughs> allow well you allow you know interesting fans like courtside Karens to come in and and do all this stuff, but like. All-Star Weekend's about the fans. It's always been about the fans. They say that it's about the fans. So the fans are limited. So why are we, why are we doing this? But segue, LeBron James had a very interesting interesting um, altercation. Not even really an altercation. Um, there was a, a man uh, that uh, he was going back and forth with during the uh, Lakers-Hawk uh, game about a week ago that just blew up the internet because this man's wife, uh, courtside Karen, as LeBron James uh, said it, uh, just kind of got she had a few drinks, uh, a few mojitos, whatever it was. And she just went off <laughs> and just drew a bunch of F-bombs, claimed LeBron told her what, what he, 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 he claimed he, she uh, LeBron called her a, a bitch, basically. Right. Like he claimed she claimed that. I think she said like she called him a dumb bitch or something. Like something like was that. Was that ever like, confirmed or what was that? Hmm? Was it ever confirmed? What was like the the whole play out of that? Well, really people, for? internet sleuths did go on and looked at LeBron's mouth word for word and claimed that that never happened. She then goes on and retracts it because she realized oh, okay. it. But can we just get like a quick before we head into the second half here? Like, well, like what was that? Like, is this just a, a, a an Instagram like whatever she is just trying to get like her fifteen seconds of fame? Like. She this is why we should have way, the All-Star game. She yeah. found the best way to increase her followers on Instagram. That's what it was. Yeah. She's uh-huh. like, I know what yeah. to do. I know who to call out. I know what's going to have people search up my name and make sure that I can sell fatias and wear some corsets and put out some, <laughs> you know, whatever else. Like, I think that's what it was. Um, I don't even know why she's there in the first place. Why are they allowing courtside fans? What's the point exactly. of that? That makes no sense. Um, just stupid all around, really. Yeah. Yeah, nice. first off, yeah, Atlanta yeah. allowing these people to be fucking courtside at a fucking, like, courtside. Northern pandemic. Like, yeah. courtside? If you're going to have fans in this arena versus stupid as hell because it's an indoor place, don't have them right beside the players. That's your money right there. Like, aren't you not protected? You're putting profits over the players' health, which, I, first off, is stupid. She had her mask down. She's yelling out there. Yeah. Um, starting a beef with LeBron James, the face of the NBA, and you're recording him all game long, not even looking at the ball. But look, there's, there's video of her like in her story recording LeBron James. He doesn't even have the ball. So like this was like a, a thing where it's like, oh, I know what I'm going to do. I know exactly what I'm going to do. And th- the fact that we're even talking about this is exactly like we're feeding right into it. This is, this is, this is people who don't care 
uh, or see the difference between famous and infamy. Like they don't give a fuck. It doesn't matter. If we talk about their name, they're exact. They're happy about it. And this is exactly what this is. And it's it, it also speaks from an area of privilege too, where a fucking courtside fan can talk shit to a player. Like by all means, talking shit to players is as old as this game itself. But there is a little bit of decorum when it comes to courtside fans. I feel. Like, if you're, like, a Drake or something like that, you can pull that shit out because you're Drake, you know? But, like, if you're just a random-ass fan going out there, like, don't fucking, don't, don't, don't start that shit. Like, don't start that shit. I know LeBron kind of encourages that because, like, you know, certain players feed into that and it kind of builds them up and helps them play a little better. But, like, I think it just screams of privilege and, I, like, the idea that I can just say whatever the fuck I want to to somebody doing their job. And, I don't know, the whole, the whole thing was ugly and I, I didn't, I don't know, fuck it. Fuck, fuck that oh. whole thing. <laughs> LeBron loves this. He loves this. This is what he lives for. Look at him at that Cleveland game, the game before with the coach. He like Look scored twenty one in a quarter, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. There was there was a game. Okay, Washington. there was also a game Washington. in Golden State where a girl called him a pussy ass bitch, and he won that series. That's the same series that he won. Yeah. And uh, there was also another game a long time ago when Cleveland played uh, the Raptors, and Chris Bosh's I don't know someone from his camp said yeah, something to LeBron, friend. and LeBron and they were down like ten, and LeBron just smacked them and just kept looking at that way and like lebron loves this stuff i love it i love it for the fans and i think the, it's the something to talk about like lebron strives this through. and that is that they she took it off the court and made it like a whole thing afterwards like it became oh, a yeah. whole ass oh, thing and it's also we're in the middle of a panera like this is different it's a little different <laughs> yeah well um, it's just going to be interesting, and it just kind of, again, feeds into what we were talking about. Why is the All-Star Game even happening? Are we going to have... Is she going to be allowed in the All-Star Game? Is she there? Is there going to be a... <laughs> Yo, dunk off between so her and LeBron. Crazy. Winner, winner oh. gets good. <laughs> Don't want to cut you but, off, but yeah. I just saw that Kyle Lowry just left the, in the second quarter against the Grizzlies with back spasms. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Alan! Okay, we're going to live so up there. So, right now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm on the way. We're going to keep an eye on that. <laughs> but that is, uh, again, the first half. And, again, if you have anything to say about what we've discussed, that's at Below the Hardwood on Instagram. That's at Press on the Web on Twitter and uh, Press on the Web dot uh, net. Uh, you can find all of our episodes. Uh, and, again, that was the first half. We will be back for the second in just a moment. Game so tight, the girls have to go. And you don't stop, stop. I said I'm sicker than your average. Keep three shooters like the Maverick. Short to the point like Nash's. Fucking with a savage. I also saw something from Zach Lowe, who is another uh, NBA writer and, and expert. And he said that he thought Luca was becoming one of the biggest whiners in the league. Mm. Um, tell me what you think about that specific criticism of your superstar. I'll tell you exactly what I think. Fuck you, Zach Lowe. You don't know shit, you know? It, it, it's just, I know Luca, right? And it's just, he's not a big whiner. He's, he's passionate, you know, he cares, he wants to win. Um, he's got, you know, he's got some shit to him where, yeah, he's, he's one of those European players where you'll see him doing like this all the time and talking <laughs> in one of five different languages. But no, he's not a whiner, he, he's a baller. What you just heard was Maverick's owner, Mark Cuban, uh, replying to NBA uh, reporter, writer, Zach Lowe, uh, calling Luka Doncic a whiner, and Mark Cuban just literally dropping the F-bomb and saying, you know what, Zach Lowe. Um, and you know what? I had feelings about this whole thing. I, uh, obviously, I'm a, for those of you who don't know, I'm a Maverick stan. Ha ha. Um, I love my Mavs. It's, it's been since 94, I'd like to say. So with that, 
obviously I have my feelings about it. But do you guys feel, before we get into that clip specifically, what's going on with the Mavericks? What's wrong with this team? Um, they were primed to be a top four team in the West for a lot of people. Uh, we heard a lot of, we heard from Vegas that Luka Doncic was going to be MVP front runner. Fire um, Carlisle. The team, <laughs> fire, fire Carlisle. We'll get into that too. Um, but the team hasn't lived up to expectations. Part of it is they haven't really been healthy up until now. Uh, they got uh, KP somewhere mid-January uh, back, finally playing. Still, you know, missing some back-to-backs. Uh, they probably are the most uh, COVID-stricken team. Uh, they missed about four or five players with COVID for about three weeks. Maxi Kleber, da, da, sorry, Dwight Powell. The Grizz have lost uh, a lot of players Josh to, Richardson. To, to COVID, huh? and they're not as bad as y'all, so... I don't know. Three weeks without that court. Without John uh, Grant of, of those, and, and also of those injury guys. on top of that too, as well. So I don't think you can keep blaming it on COVID. That's your team, bro. <laughs> no, but three weeks, three weeks without Maxi Kleber, Josh Richardson, Dwight Powell, Dodo, Dorian Finney-Smith, and then again KP. <laughs> Just listed a whole bunch of. No one calls him Dodo. No one calls him Dodo. That's a good. That, his, Hey, for you, for you non-Maverick fans, you don't know about, about Dodo. No, 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 no. His no handle is Dodo. Dodo. Thank you. Um, but you're missing about five or six of your, essentially your entire rotation. So we get that they were missing a bunch of players. We get that um, they, they were hit with the COVID really early. But why is the team 14th in the West right now? Like, can anybody give me some insight? Let's go to our guest. Sure. <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna know anything to be honest. I think uh, what they need to do is surround Luca with shooters because right now he doesn't have anyone. Like he literally has no one. They had Curry, right? And they got rid of Curry. Um, I think Luca is also not the like. From I'm trying to remember, like I remember last year, starting off the year, he was wasn't the greatest from, from the three point range. Like there were like articles and everything about it. Same thing happened again this year. So the the thought was that he was going to come around, and like he still hasn't. I think he's at 32 percent from three right now, something like that. Um, yeah. But I, I think his passing is just so amazing, and it's so the IQ that he has for the court is so unmatched that. I don't understand what the front office isn't seeing the way that we see it. Like you just, you just needs to be surrounded by people who can shoot so that his passing makes sense. And he's able to space the floor that the way that he's supposed to. Um, besides that though, I don't know. I think it's weird. Like Utah is number one in the West right now. Right. Are they still number yeah, one? Yeah. Utah yeah, Jazz. It's <laughs> yeah. It's, I, I think it, 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 it all comes down to defense and I don't think the Dallas Mavericks know how to defend like at all. Like you're, you're what? 20, 26th defensive rating in the entire NBA. Oh, yeah. So Pretty you're going to be the second last in the Western Conference if you can't defend. The top teams like Utah Jazz, the Lakers, are, are at the top of that because they, they do have a defensive scheme and understanding of what that what to do. Now, who do you blame for defense? Is it the players? Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes it's bringing in the right players that understand systems and know how to do different things. But also, it is fucking coaching. And I think Rick Carlisle, I've been speaking this, been preaching this to you for like a year now, is is not the coach that the Dallas Mavericks need right now. See, that's my way of being nice by not saying that he's a shit coach. <laughs> he, he, they just need a different coach because especially when it comes down to like end of game minutes, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I, Ryan knows this. As sometimes there's a Mavericks game, I'll be watching it and I'll be like hitting him up and be like, yo, what's going on right now? What's wrong with your boy? Why is he on the ball right now? They, they just don't even play through Luka. So I'm just, I think it's, it's come to a point or a, a standpoint where the Mavericks need to just understand it 
that they need to go in a different direction with the coach. And I know uh, Mark Cuban is very slow when it comes to making these type of decisions, but like I think the time right is now. Luka Doncic is is the face of the league. He's the, the next generation. If you're going to give him the keys to the kingdom, you need to give him a coach that's also going to give him the ability to reach those levels and reach those peaks and become the player that we all believe he is going to be. Before Dex says anything, I, 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 I too look at Rick Carlisle during some end of game moments and I'm like, what are you doing? Like, like what's going on? Right. But here's, here's where his tenure and his history prevents anybody from saying, just fire him. Cause look, look what he's done. Right. Like he you won that like been... 20 years ago, bro. Like, oh, <laughs> it's, actually, it's actually about like 10, but, um, but, but, but he has, he has the history, right? Like he has the championship. He's well-renowned with, from his time with Indiana, his time in Detroit. Like, people just love Rick Carlisle. So it's, like, it's hard because who are you going to replace him with? What coaches are available that's going to be Fizdale. better an upgrade to David Rick Carlisle? Fisdale. Fisdale? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I was I going gonna... to, like, pull up uh, Fire Rick Carlisle as, like, a tweet. But there's so many accounts that are just called Fire Rick Carlisle <laughs> that it's hindering my search of Fire Rick Carlisle as a tweet. It's bad. It's bad. Yeah. Dex. So, <laughs> well, the they they need that third option. That third option is a revolving door. Like it's either Hardaway, it's Dodo as you call him, it's Powell, it's Maxi. <laughs> they need to solidify that third player. So what Mark Cuban needs to do, he needs to go in the Shark Tank, get Kevin O'Leary. <laughs> and get Lori, and they should invest in Bradley Beal. Yep. Just throw millions at Bradley Beal like and make him like your third you option. Trading? Who are you trading? Who are you giving up? Everyone! <laughs> Anyone can get it. <laughs> the whole, yeah. You're pretty <laughs> much giving up the all Dallas your picks. You know Squatty Potty? Yeah, you can have that now. <laughs> oh, Ooh, I have one. Those um, are great. <laughs> I will say, to close the, the Mavs conversation out, one, they need time because this is literally no, the first game. No, you've had time. Apparently, you've had no, no, time. no, 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 no. Really? This is the first game in. I think the stat was four hundred days. Uh, for yeah, four hundred something days that they've actually been healthy. So this is the first week. They just came off of an impressive win against Curry in Golden State, where Curry dropped fifty-seven. You mean and the the soft Golden State Warriors? You mean that team? I don't know if they're that soft anymore. Let's soft. talk about the West playoff picture. Ooh, Let's talk about the Golden State Warriors, who started off slow, just like the Raptors, are now kind of actually on on just like what eighth or ninth, maybe even like seventh in the yeah. West right now. So are the Warriors that bad? Yeah, well, the Warriors haven't really beaten a team of substance in a very long time, so I don't know why we're talking about them being good. They play. Let, let me see the last couple games. They actually played, they beat your Lakers. Uh, okay, yeah, uh, fuck that game. Uh, <laughs> that, uh, fuck uh, that game. No, uh, no, no, no talk about let's that. Let's go. But they here's the Warriors. The Timberwolves. The Timberwolves again. They lost to the Suns. <laughs> beat the Pistons. <laughs> lost to the Celtics. Beat the the Mavericks. Beat the Mavericks. Oh no, lost to the Mavericks. And then, yeah, they, they, they're trash. They're a trash team. They're beating teams <laughs> they're supposed to beat, and that's it. I don't think why we got to talk about them, but hey, they're eighth in the they're eighth in the West. That, that means they're absolutely nothing West. to me. Playoff picture. I mean, um, we're looking at uh, above eighth, the Kings, uh, Warriors, Good. seventh the Blazers, sixth the Nuggets, Spurs, do you, uh, fourth Suns, and then the top three are pretty much that's solidified. It's going to be switching between Jazz, yeah. Lakers, and Clippers. Do you guys feel that the uh, West is like staying like that? Could the Mavericks possibly slip back in? We see the Rockets are gelling. Yeah. Um, Nor. Um, 
I don't know. Do I watch a lot of West. Yeah. Right. So sorry. Um, I was gonna say like I'm watching the standings right now, and I could. I don't know how how much confidence I have in the Utah Jazz. Um, I know they're like they're great, but I don't know how. Like I see Phoenix Suns at four, and honestly, the duo of Chris Paul and Devin Booker has been crazy, and I and I love seeing that basketball as well, and I think that. And I love Chris Paul. I think Chris Paul. I I think he, the best PG in the in the world next after uh, before Kyle Lowry. Um, and I think just like his his game, his IQ, everything, it translates so well on the court. Like the little little things he does, it's so entertaining. It's like it's winning basketball. Um, yeah. So seeing Phoenix do as well as they're doing right now is amazing too. And I think they might even get higher. Like they might take it over for Utah, depending on how Utah's going to keep going. Um, but besides, I don't know. I think Golden State. I didn't think they would be where they were where they're at right now. I think that even when we played them, I didn't think it would have been that close of a game. Like I think we just won by like one point when we played them last week or something like that. Um, but uh, it's is it Curry? Is it Draymond? Like is I don't know what's coming around, but I think they're uh, like they could they could make a run for it. They could do something with it. I I just don't see the Warriors playing playoff basketball to the level that will get them past the first round. I just do not, I don't yeah. see them. Because if they're going to get into the playoffs, they're sneaking in. They're coming up, and they're going to play a Lakers or a Clippers or, by all means, the Utah Jazz, you know. So they're going to get spanked out. By, like, like there is just this uh, problem, and I think they probably will address it before it comes down to the trade deadline, and it is um, uh, the beautiful man. What's his name? Kelly Oubre. Handsome man. Say, uh, yeah. He's Handsome eyes. Yeah. He did <laughs> just, have, like, what, 40 points he had a, Yeah, he had, a big, he had a big <laughs> yeah. game recently, which, like, Finally, all those threes that he was missing before that finally oh, came in now. Of course, yeah. on my team. Yeah. Course, yeah. But beyond that, I just don't see them. Like, they have to address the fact that they need that third option. And I think uh, Andrew Wiggins is in the, the play to become that third player and actually um, space out the floor properly. So, like, you don't have to just throw two players at, at uh, Curry and it end the play. Like, the, 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 the way that the, the Warriors worked so well before was the fact that there was so much gravity on the court that you couldn't leave your man open for one second. Yeah. And I think now that we've lost Clay Thompson, unfortunately, there there is a way to stop them. Because we figured out a way to stop the Warriors, or slow down the Warriors, but now without Clay, we, that's a way to stop them. It's just pretty much pressure uh, Steph Curry and make him put up as many shots as he possibly can and tire himself out like on both ends of the court. So I just, I, I don't know. It's, it's an interesting, it's an interesting Western Conference. I think, yeah, because it's, a, it's also a shortened season. So every game kind of has a little bit more weight, but I like to see who comes out after, after the top four. I don't know who else uh, to, to, to give a shout out to. I think the Spurs are playing great. I think DeMar DeRozan is having a good time right now. So good, good for them. Yeah. I think, I think the Warriors could surprise someone in the first round. Um, like you said, shout out to DeMar DeRozan. The, the Spurs are playing well. Um, I do just want to see, I think it's going to stay the same, but I do want to see a rematch in the playing game uh, with the Grizzlies and uh, Trailblazers because uh, fuck Damian Lillard. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you hate Dave? It's, ta- it's Dave Dollar time. Come on now. <laughs> you knew when you started that sentence that you're going to end it on fuck Damian Lillard. <laughs> you knew yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's like, did. I don't know how it's game time and it's half past trade o'clock. <laughs> He does that here. Yeah, he's like, I don't know how I'm going to start this sentence, but I know how I'm going to end it. For real. Segway, segway, <laughs> segway. Oh fuck Dame Dalla. <laughs> no, no. Um, I will say I do think the West is starting to form a little bit more than the East is. Um, between, you know, the Nuggets, I don't think they're really a six seed. I think they're going to sneak up. I don't think the Spurs are a fifth. They're probably down at the bottom. Um, 
and and between the teams that are not in the playoffs, if the Mavs ever get it together, maybe they're in that play-in tournament with the Rockets, and and yeah, maybe the Warriors do. I don't know if the Warriors fall out. I think Draymond is the key to that team. This guy had 30 assists as a starting center against the Mavs. Two games, 30 assists. Like, Draymond gets a lot of shade and heat from mm. from people, for, albeit for reasons that are justified. But his ability to unlock the Warriors and make that team move, Yeah, I'm sorry. I, like, he's, he's like great. the Marcus Smart, Kyle Lowry of your team. Like, you're not going to yeah. see how he makes the impact on the box score, but if you're watching the game, you're like, shit, that's the reason why they're winning. This yeah. is the dude yep. that you got to lock I, up. I shit on him so much because I just hate <laughs> Draymond Green, but that's exactly kind of how I play basketball. Just like the little things, setting the screens, the passes. Because he had like this one game recently where I think he had two points, zero from two from field goal, uh, 16 assists, like four blocks and like three steals. Something like crazy like that where it's just like, yeah, he's a glue guy. He's absolutely the glue of the team. And the way he goes, the team goes. And I think, yeah, I think, I think him uh, tweeting the Lakers – and shouting out all these different players, giving them all their props as a way for him to go like, listen, get me out of here, all right? I can bring you some <laughs> chips. Bring Matrazel Harrell here. I'll go over there. I'll give LeBron his due. Because I feel like him and LeBron have been buddying, buddying over these last couple of years. And if he, if he was They're in a Laker uniform, I'm excited to start uh, supporting Jim Murray for the first time in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> they are definitely friends. Uh, although it looks, because of their wars in the playoffs, it looks like they hate each other. But, oh, my God, Dex. Um <laughs> If uh, uh, for the people that are, aren't watching us on video, Dexter has taken one of our subtitles and just completely just yo that's anonymous some discrimination. That was anonymous. Uh, but I wrote that. Uh, I don't want to Dexter. Take them they down. hacked. They hacked in yo. But speaking of bias, uh, bias people and and hate towards players. Um, just real quick, um, we don't have to spend too much time on this. Broadcast teams in 2020. Is it me or are these guys? They're, they're having fun in, in this COVID time. I don't know if you guys saw recently the Chicago Bulls broadcast team totally ripped and destroyed this fan for wearing a, what appeared to be like a bootleg Michael Jordan jersey. Yeah. Um, they spent maybe a good four to five minutes just <laughs> destroying this guy while he's sitting there with his girlfriend, just enjoying the game, you know, minding his he own has business. no idea what's going on. <laughs> no just idea. Enjoying his no life. idea he's, he's being on roasted TV. on national television. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Listen, listen, as somebody who used to purchase clothes from international clothiers, rocking Exco and all these fake brands, I'd find it disrespectful to call someone out for wearing bootleg gear. I grew up on bootleg gear. I went to Payless. I got the shoes that used to scuff up the gym. You know, you wear them and then there's like 15 lines on the field or on the, on the court and people are like, who did it? And it's like, you're broken shoes. That's obviously you. I, I, so I don't, I, I didn't like that part of it, but I don't think this is a new thing. I feel, well, I think that it's new because the fact that these uh, broadcast teams aren't in the arena and they're at home, they're having fun. They're watching on the TV. It feels more relaxed. They're not, um, they don't have the energy of the game kind of in them. So they're kind of having a little bit more fun and being a little bit more off the cuff. Um, yeah. I don't know. There's some, some ones that I like the, 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 the guy who says bingo, the guy from the Clippers with that guy. That guy, yeah, he's a lot okay. of fun. Chuck Swarsky's fun. I gotta give a shout out to him. I don't know who else. I think uh, Clyde, oh. Clyde Drexler is pretty. He's, uh, not Clyde. Uh, Walt Frazier, sorry. Walt Frazier for the Knicks. He's just like he's falling asleep on every fucking call that he's playing or, or calling <laughs> man, the game. Man, he sounds so nappy. It's he's nuts. Like, like just ready to sleep. Uh, I will say, I compared. Um, I'm a league pass guy. Obviously, I have to watch my Mavs through that. Um, so when I'm watching the Mavs and I see like teams like the Suns or Charlotte or whoever, and I'm listening to their teams and I'm just like, why are they so biased? And then I compare them to Matt and uh, Matt and uh, Matt Devlin and uh, Chuck and and our guys, and I'm just like, 
our guys aren't as biased, are they? Like, am no. I being a homer right now? Like, Matt Matt does a good job of not just leaning towards one side and actually being fair to the opposition when the Raptors do screw up. Like, right? Like, no. Oh, a thousand like, percent. I, find, I watch yeah. a lot of, whenever I'm watching games, I, you know, Adam Silver hates Canada. League Pass hates Canada. You have to stream every single yeah. goddamn game. So anytime I'm watching, I'm watching the opposition's broadcast. And I'm ready to fight. The guys, because they're they're so like they're so biased with their own team, and they're always. I do hear a lot of like, I, I, you can hear them give Kyle his flowers. Like I've heard that quite a bit ever since we won the championship. Like each time they're taking five to ten minutes aside and being like, "Oh, this is you know the best player. He's amazing. The whole league loves him. He's so respected." And then after that spiel, they go right back to, "Oh, well, you know that was definitely a foul, even though it's not a foul." Mm-hmm. Or like our guys for sure, like he he did not commit that foul, but he did commit that foul. So like it's you, I definitely see that part of it too. And I think our guys are more entertaining as well. Like whenever it's um, Matt and um, why am I blinking right now? Matt and Jack. Matt and Jack. Yeah, exactly. Whenever it's Matt and Jack on on uh, the broadcast studio, it's it's bound to be a good time. Just have your drink poured, have the game on. It's like you're having you're watching it with friends. Like it's fantastic. Um, but yeah, no other teams for sure. Like I'm literally like I'll be ready to fight the other broadcasters. Like how are you? Like how can you make these comments and you're supposed to be this like bias official? Um, but yeah. That's my take. I, I could definitely listen to any broadcast. I'm fine with it. I hope them. I wish them well. I hope they're doing amazing. Except for Chris Webber. Fuck you, Chris Webber. I fucking hate you. You're trash. You're so garbage. Get off TNT. Who hired this guy? Get this guy out of here. Just for being on this podcast. It starts with Dame. It goes to Chris Webber. You're below the Hardwood podcast, right? No, 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 no. Just a guess. Just a guess. Except Chris Webber. Unless he's coming on the show, yeah. Yeah. Below the heart, we've never heard of them. Mm-hmm. Who's this? I was guy? never yeah, here. You guys <laughs> no, better block been... my, my screen, you know? Yeah. The way that they have it on the black mirror. Like, I was never here. Give us a fake name. Just a mystery. I have, like, <laughs> the, uh, the auto generated voice for me as well. Like a witness. Yeah. Good one. There's a, th- yeah, exactly. a throne voice silhouette. <laughs> That's what we want. Well, no, I, I, to I, get this, I was going to say, yeah, Dex has been hating on uh, uh, Chris Weber for years, years now. I think he yeah, did. You have hate for uh, Reggie, Will, Reggie Miller too? No, no, no Reggie's okay. I, okay I'm okay. okay. But, Chris Webber, but fuck Chris Weber. Yeah, Chris Weber doesn't know what he's talking about. He doesn't. He doesn't you know how I have you, no idea. Yeah, you know how you you know what you're going to say at the end of your sentence. Chris Webber has <laughs> no idea. He's just <laughs> rambling. He's just like, and you know, that's just the way. That you be trying to look on on, de- on defense and oh look at that shot and he just like finds that out because he doesn't know how to finish his sentences. I I agree to that. That that's frustrating, but I don't think he's a lot of fun. But you know, also I, oh, text. I actually I think he feel needs it. To, I think. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, I was gonna say like I I. I feel for him because I I'm kind of the same way. I'll like start a sentence and I don't know where it's going or how I'm gonna end it or what's the point of it or what's gonna happen with it. It's just a matter of like, okay, let's get it out of the system, Nor. Let's go. And I'm like, Chris, if you, I get it, I get it. If you ever want to end a sentence, just say "fuck Chris Weber." <laughs> uh, Chris Weber also probably just needs to borrow Ryan's thesaurus and yeah. call it a day. Yeah, he does. If you need to end a sentence and you don't know how to end it, just say, and stuff like that. That just means you have no idea. Yeah, you know, and stuff like that. And that's how the cookie crumbles. (laughs) (laughs) Ending a lot of sentences Um, about cookie crumbles next week. All right. Before before we get canceled, um, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is. It's time for Cap 
or a no cap? False cap. Who capping? Who capping? Who capping? Okay, I'm going to ask you guys one statement. All I need you to say is cap or no cap. Kyle Lowry will be moved before trade deadline. Cap or no cap? I need a Let's cap for this. I want to put on a cap. Let's cap. Cap. Which way do I pass it? Pass a cap. Biggest cap in the world. Uh, Alan Dex or Shap- Alan, sorry, cap, Chapeau, no cap. Chapeau, that's cap. Okay. That's a that's a Pharrell cap. Okay. <laughs> All right. Big old cap. Okay. We're going cap. We're un- unanimous cap here. All right, Kyle Lowry, you're staying. You're a Raptor. Um, hosting the All Star Game is Adam Silver's first bad move as commish. Cap or no cap? No. Cap. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Alan, you look kind of. I'm trying to think of like what else he's done bad, to be honest. He hasn't really done much bad. Yeah. He's been pretty, he's been pretty A plus so far. For giving him like a 2K rating, he's been A plus commish, you know. It's definitely cap. Okay. It's, it's okay. definitely Chris Paul's fault. So. Bruh. <laughs> it's not Chris Paul. I, Chris Stop Paul is full for Paul. agreeing to it. I understand. <laughs> But, like, if the VP of the Players Union, LeBron, doesn't say it. So, I feel like, I don't know, it's not. I feel like they didn't. If his best buddy is saying, I don't want to play, I don't think Chris Paul can be like, hey, cool, LeBron, I'm going to drag you there on Taco Tuesday. (laughs) Yeah. Unless unless that is Chris Paul, and that's the fact, like, how all the players hate him, (laughs) and this is just who he is. (laughs) By all means. That's uh, true, too. Yeah. I think, I guess this is, this is, um, yeah, this is no cap. This is his first, uh, his first. Hey, no cap. I'd say the only reason why I said cap was because he started the season in a pandemic anyway. Um, but that's the only reason why. Then yeah, I bet yeah, okay. yeah. I retract my that. no cap and make it a cap. That's <laughs> good. You're welcome. Dex. Dex. Oh, I said cap. You said cap. Oh, I said it's no. Chris Paul's fault. Okay. <laughs> oh, there you go. Right. I'm sticking to it. Say, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, no, I'm gonna put no cap. Like, no cap. I get it. Like all of this, all the, all the sports leagues, all the sports leagues have. Um, yeah, it's have, true. Have played under the pandemic, but you're right in a sense because NFL is different. NFL has like one week to, to prepare. You get a full week to rest from COVID restrictions. The NBA plays every night, so it's like. There's no break. Like, look at Kevin Durant. We didn't even get to talk about that. He literally was in and out of a game. Like, this didn't make yeah. any sense. And then we played okay. the, another team the night after, and so did the Nuts. Yeah. How, so, how Was Corona like, okay, peace, I'm just sticking to Kevin, that's it. I don't want anyone yeah. else's germs. Like, that makes no sense. Yeah, we never yeah, got into nuts. that. Corona was just guarding Durant. Like, nah, nah, yeah. this, this is my man. I, Durant's on me. One. Yeah, I got Durant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I felt bad for him because it's I like saw, he saw. Want, that was his first game against us since since the injury and since we are idiot fans. I'm sorry, some of the idiot fans booed him uh, while he was injured, so it's just like or cheered him while he was injured. So it was like, yeah, damn, like he was looking forward to it. He and had that, that game circled too, too. on his calendar for sure. Yeah, and yeah, and then yeah, COVID and the league just screwed him. I have a question: um, is, is, is Kevin yeah. Durant balder than LeBron? That package is bigger, <laughs> yeah. right, bro? Yeah. That hair is no looking worse than LeBron, right? That looks cap or no cap. He needs a cap. That's messed up. <laughs> no cap. He oh, need a cap. <laughs> oh, God. He needs um, a cap. In the, news, <laughs> in the news recently, Derrick Rose is now a New York Nick. Uh, but, you know, with this news coming out, question or statement, 
Is Derrick Rose a Hall of Famer? Cap or no cap? Not is Derrick Rose. Derrick Sorry, Rose not is, is Derrick. Derrick Rose is a Hall of Famer. Let's reverse that. Cap or no cap? Uh, cap. He's a cap. That's cap. That's no cap. He was MVP. No cap. He's not enough MVP to get him in. That's fine. But that doesn't mean you're going to automatically be uh, a Hall of Famer in this league, especially not first or second round ballot. So. He needs to do more and don't get He needs to do agree, actually win yeah. a championship. He needs to do something else with his career. Especially Unfortunately, with the talent like, nowadays, too, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. Sorry, go ahead. All right, you're right. Um, so, I guess everyone's cap? No, 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 no. I'm no cap. He's going to make it. You're no cap. He's no going to slide in. He's going to slide in. Okay. And he, hey, if he gets a ring, I'm, I'm not saying he has the Knicks. Oh, the Knicks? Is that what you're saying? He, you said the Knicks one. are going to win a championship? Oh, God. We might be if dead. If he gets the Knicks to the finals, He's he's gonna be in the Hall of Fame, like first yeah. ballot. Youngest yeah. MVP. He yeah. still has that. They can't take that away from him unless Luca does something about it. Or Zion. Say Zion, not Zion. Um okay. <laughs> Steph Curry is the best guard in this league today. Cap or no cap North? No cap. Hey, no cap. Yeah, Alan looks a little bit. Uh, Are we saying he's having a better season? Because Kyrie Irving's playing better than him, so I don't know what we're talking about. Is he? I feel like he is. In my heart, I feel like he is. That's a huge cap. Huge cap. You know it's my guy, Uncle Westbrook. He is the best guard in the league. Are we joking around here? I don't even know what this question is. Oh my God, Uncle Westbrook is gonna come back. We're gonna go in the playing game. We're gonna shock the world. Let's shock the world, Uncle Westbrook. <laughs> Do you know the only reason why he would be going to the All-Star Weekend is because of Taylor Swift? Not even basketball. <laughs> because of Taylor Swift. Loves some Taylor. Have you heard a new album? What? No, I'm glad. <laughs> I'm okay. Um, all right, I will say no cap. No I cap. Think Steph is the best right now. I don't know if he's going to be by the end of the season, but I think he is the best right now, especially after that uh, 57. Um, Wait, last question. There it is. I just had to update it. <laughs> oh, the weekend Super Bowl nope, performance was it. highly underrated. Cap or no cap? No. Uh, no cap? It was pretty good. It was really good. Yeah. Okay, I was a you, fan, you yeah. Wanna, okay. Yeah, okay, good, good. I see good, the positive so feelings about this. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I'm agreeing with you. Oh, but good like, stuff. I'm, okay. I'm just seeing on Twitter. Like, I get the memes. Memes are always going to happen, like, every performance. But, man, like, people are destroying this guy's performance. I'm like, it was good. Like, what, what are you guys mad about? He I saw people saying stuff like his voice wasn't great. And I was like, I, I thought it was the best singing I've ever heard in my life. I was like, yeah. damn, he can sing live. Am I like, do I need to get my ears replaced? Like, what's, yeah, but I thought the same thing too. I was like, I'm not sure what everyone else is watching, but I thought that was a great, I just tuned in for that too. I like live stream, just <laughs> like the weekend's concert, <laughs> Super Bowl, whatever. And uh, I watched that too, and I was like, like, it was, it was great. Maybe at some points the mic probably wasn't as great as it should have been, but besides that, yeah. it was good. Yeah. And he even put tell. out all the, all the old songs, like he had House of Balloons on. Um, it was great. I liked it. Alan? Yeah, I feel like yeah, no cap. I feel like he had a no great cap. performance. If anyone who like who was dissing the weekend, like, well, what makes them cheer? And if you, if you figure out what they cheer, it's probably like Young Sheldon or some shit like that. So who gives a fuck what they think, right? 
the quote Rick and the, the, the Rick and Morty line that I love to quote is like, I don't care what I don't care about your booze. I know what makes you cheer. Like legit. Like, I <laughs> I like, like yeah, it's like, I don't care. What's like, the other job. half of the season coming for Rick and Morty? By the way, that's what I'm waiting for. I've been waiting for. They come out with like short episodes in the last like random random moments. I'm like, I can't even watch this. Like it's not the same show. But I, I'm yeah, I'm dying for it yeah. too. Uh, Dex. It's cow. It's highly overrated. We're overrating it. Stop wa- Stop following Six Buzz. I don't think Ew. this is the real weekend. I don't think this is a real weekend. I think this is an Avril Lavigne I doppelganger. I think, I I think, I think I the fake going. face was just a cover. I think it's not the real weekend, guys. Hold up, hold not- up, hold up, hold up. What do you think? What, it was? what about your wife? What did, what, did Nick, what did Nikki think about it? Did she like it? Oh, she turned it off. No, I'm lying. What? I'm lying. She liked it. She <laughs> loved it. Yeah, that's, that's why. why. Yeah. That's why. But it's the fake <laughs> weekend, guys. Let's not get it twisted. <laughs> Avril Lavigne got a doppelganger somewhere in Toronto. So did the weekend. That's why he Wait, sounded what's bad. The theory? <laughs> Nikki, oh. Nikki was probably loving the performance. Just talking. So, like, weekend's so great. Weekend's awesome. The theory more like the weekend. No, did you ask what the theory was? Probably in the corner, like. Yeah, I'm asking what the theory is. Avril Lavigne theory. (laughs) Avril Lavigne theory is that she actually died, or the doppelganger killed her. Lyme disease. She took over her, uh, over her, I guess, celebrity and everything. Like took over, took her place, pretty much. She pretty much like us her. So this is a real (laughs) conspiracy theory. That people talk about, like yeah. this is what they believe. Like, in? Yeah, that that's a real conspiracy, and I'm starting it with the weekend. <laughs> I think it's a fake weekend. This is the weekday. <laughs> conspiracy. Okay. <laughs> that's another right. part. <laughs> yeah, another really. For another time. You know what? Uh, we're closing this out. Thank you very much, Nor, for joining us. I know right. we have a Raptor game that's like mid-game, or we're gonna see if we can catch the end of that game. But uh, before we uh, part ways here, Nor, can you just explain to the world where they can find you on on the interweb, uh, how they can listen to your wise words? Um, whenever someone's yelling somewhere at someone, it's probably at <laughs> me. So that's where you'll find me for all my terrible takes that I shouldn't have. Um, but yeah, no, we're we're Dishes and Dimes. We're this women, female-led podcast. And you'll find like, this is like a village of us. It's like seven, 11 of us on the podcast. And uh, a lot of them are writers. A lot of them are just like me. We're fans. Like we just, you know, watch the Raptors say whatever you want to say. And uh, yeah, we have a podcast, Dishes and Dimes, and you can find it on wherever you stream anything. Um, and on Twitter, social media, wherever else. If um, you like women talking sports. But yeah. Awesome. And um, what's your personal I, I uh, Twitter? Sorry, my personal? Your- what's my handle? <laughs> don't that out. Don't I don't even out. know my handle. It's Noor something maybe? No, it's Rune. Sorry. You can follow me if Zane you would like Rune. to. Um I have no filter. Absolutely nothing. I just I say whatever I want Love to. It. Um I'm gonna get fired one day, so we should get on the you know, <laughs> train now before I have no job afterwards. Um but yeah, this has been honestly so much fun. Like this is just felt like a normal conversation. I know I realized before we started I was like shit, the Raptors play right now and it's Memphis. Like yeah. JV's playing. Yeah. I love JV, I'm the JV hive. But this has been amazing it's been so much fun and uh, just like having you know flowing conversation about the raptors and just the league in general i love it please have me back on 
Yeah. Oh, yes. we're having for wrestling. Back, having yeah, wrestling we gotta do wrestling. We need, we, need, we need to do that. We need to do that. But um, be so let me know fun. how that beef with the um, the the Clippers uh, social media guy goes. <laughs> I've, I've been waiting for the updates on that. <laughs> I don't think they have enough fans to even see, like to fight other people. You know, there's like two fans on their fan base. They can say whatever you want to. They got burner accounts. It's all over. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's a good it's point. Like Paul George's burner point. accounts. That's it. <laughs> and uh, Alan, where can they find you? Oh, you can find me at the Alan Shane on Twitter, Alan Shane on Instagram. And uh, Shoeless Lewis on Twitch. And make sure to watch the, the Great Canadian Baking Show this uh, Valentine's Day on CBC and CBC Jam. Yay! Yay! Awesome. <laughs> awesome. awesome. <laughs> and of course, you guys know what time it is. First of all, guys, check out MasterChef on uh, <laughs> Fox <laughs> this uh, Valentine's Day. And Ryan, play my mother, it. mother music. <laughs> That's living my dex life. Don't forget the G, triple OG on the IG, TikTok, and Twitter. And don't tweet. Living his dex life. You don't tweet. Doesn't tweet a thing. Doesn't tweet. I didn't say read my tweets on Twitter. I said catch me on Twitter. Catch him on Twitter. Catch him on Twitter. Uh, appreciate it. And that is at R.A. Henry on Twitter. Instagram or wherever you stalk people on social media. That was episode 24, the all-star conundrum. Thank you for listening and we will see you next time. Peace. Ryan Antonio on Big Brother. Let's go. On Big Brother. Ooh, yeah. Don't happen. Put it in. It's too late. It's too late. It's too late. It's gone. It's gone. <laughs>